Welcome to the Educated Boss Podcast. I'm your host and founder, Allie Billings, a recovering serial entrepreneur, mother to one baby girl, and also to my houseplants, designer and lover of all things marketing. On this podcast, you'll hear genuine stories from entrepreneurs who are speaking out and changing the status quo, scaling their business without burning the candle at both ends, and truly honoring their sole purpose in life and in work. Sometimes you'll hear strategy, sometimes you'll hear mindset, sometimes you'll hear exact numbers, and sometimes you'll hear a combination of all of the above. On this podcast, my goal is to create aha moments that will result in action from you and change your life for the better. Without further ado, grab a latte and a comfy blanket and we can dive in together. I'm so honored to have Randy Lee on the podcast today. I felt that Randy was a good fit for an interview because she helps heart-led leaders transform their story into their superpower so that they can unapologetically embody their true calling. A lot of us as freelancers and virtual assistants and contractors enter this entrepreneurial space thinking all it takes is a good business plan, but Randy is here to talk about so much more than that and how it takes really and truly the three pillars, mind, body, and soul, So welcome to The Educated Boss, Randy. I'm so excited that you're here. If you can, just go ahead and start us off with your story. I think that'd be a great place for us to get started. Okay, so let's see. Where do I start? Well, prior to starting my business, I was working as a behavior analyst designing behavior programs for kids with autism. And I had been doing that for about 10 years. And was just getting more and more unhappy with my job. It just wasn't fulfilling anymore. I was really working more for the insurance companies than I was actually providing the services for the kids, which is what I had fell in love with. And all I've wanted to do my whole life is just help other people. And I'm like, this is not how I'm supposed to be doing it. So I wasn't really sure what that was gonna look like, but I, discovered life coaching and immediately was like, okay, this is it. This is going to be it because I found the freedom to help people in, on my own terms. You know, I didn't have to be going to insurance companies and getting approval. Like I could work with people who really wanted to transform their lives, who were like super passionate and ready to do that work. So when I started my business, I was a self-love coach and helped women transform their relationships with their bodies. So a little bit, you know, going a little bit further back in my story, I've always been in a bigger body. And my whole life, I thought that there was something wrong with me because I didn't look like all of the super thin girls in my high school. You know, I went to a very affluent white (laughs) high school and um, everyone was, you know, 100 pounds. And I was 150 pounds, which like looking back, it's like, wow, I was, you know, I thought I was fat, but I wasn't, I wasn't even fat, but yeah. Oh my gosh, exactly. I just, you know, I just wanted my whole life to like fit in. I just wanted to feel like I was accepted. And so I went my whole life really trying to change who I was to fit in with other people and really lost myself in that process, got into horrible relationships with men just because I wanted to be loved, wanted to be accepted. 
And after a really horrible relationship with a man that was married, um, you know, and I got into that relationship knowing full well what was going on. And after that ended, I really was like at a rock bottom with myself and was like, what is going on, Randy? Why do you keep on finding yourself in this place? And I realized it was because I was searching for love everywhere else, except for the one place that I could, that I really needed it. And that was within myself. And so I started this self-love journey to find a way to love my body without feeling like it had to change in order for it to be good enough, in order for it to be lovable. And in doing so, it just gave me so much more confidence. I was able to then like take the energy that I was putting towards hating my body, trying to change my body, and I was able to put it towards creating a life I really desired. And I think there's, you know, we don't realize how much energy we're putting towards, you know, maybe it's not your body, but maybe it's something else about you that you're trying to change, that you're unhappy with. We spend so much time not accepting ourselves. Everything is dictated by things outside of us. And finally, I was like, you know what, this, isn't, this hasn't been working for me. So I literally tried everything, you know, that people were telling me. I had the six-figure job. I had, you know, I had dieted down. And like, I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, why couldn't I have seen how beautiful I was then? Like, I just really was so unhappy. And so I finally was like, I, I have to find a way out of this. So I went on this self-love journey and yeah, it was the best thing I could have done for myself because I was able to then transform that energy and put it in towards starting my business and helping other women achieve the same thing. And what I discovered was once I helped other women transform their relationships with their bodies, they wanted to start their own businesses. They wanted to start sharing their story and making an impact and helping others. And so that's how I became a business coach. And it was really like a natural evolution of my business. And so I transitioned fully to business coaching in 2019. But it was so interesting when I made that transition to being a business coach, it was around the same time that I left my nine to five job. And that process was just so scary, like taking that leap of going from having a six figure job with a consistent paycheck to now I'm the one who is creating my income. It's all up to me. And that really put me in a place of fear and scarcity. And I ended up losing myself again, trying to be like all of the other business coaches that I saw online. Cause I thought, well, if they're successful, that must be how I have to show up. But that has to be the answer is just, you know, talking about how to make money and how to build your audience and all of these things that I saw all of the other business coaches doing. And it was kind of similar to how I lost myself with my body image and trying to find, it's like always looking for the things outside of us, feeling like there's something outside of us that is going to make us more successful, that's going to make us love ourselves, that's going to make us more valuable, more worthy. Mm-hmm. And that really didn't help me grow my business. You know, I really struggled for a while in not feeling connected with the work that I was doing. Um, I, you know, something, my business was something that I had 
created because I wanted to show up as my authentic self. I wanted to be able to share that with others. And I was no longer doing that. And so it really was a wake up call to me in November of last year. I hosted my first four day retreat here in Hawaii. And it was a public speaking retreat. And I'm a trained public speaker. I've spoken on stages and I absolutely love it. And I had, when I created the retreat, it was really, again, focused more on the strategy and like, okay, how you can build your business with public speaking, how you can get more clients with public speaking. But during that retreat, what I discovered was the work that I was really doing was more the inner work, like Mm -hmm. helping women to get the confidence to share their story, you know, to show up as their authentic self, to create a business from a place of their unique gifts and their superpowers. And I was like, wow, this is really the work that I'm doing. And yes, I help women with strategy, but it is so much more than that. And once I was able to see that for myself and that there was so much value in that and that I could show up as myself and continue to make money. It was so powerful for me. And now I'm going through a big transition in my business. I've stopped really calling myself a business coach. I'm more of a spiritual business coach because Mm -hmm. that's what I help women with is to really connect with the truth of who they are and help them show up authentically as themselves so they can make the impact that they desire. Yeah. And I love when you said that you finally discovered that you could just show up as who you are, because I think the number one thing that we all crave as human beings is to just be able to literally show up in whoever we are in that moment and be accepted by everyone around us. So I didn't discover this until I became an adult and I met my best friend uh, two years ago, one year ago. It was very serendipitous because at that point in my life, I was still feeling very much the outsider, very much like I just didn't fit in anywhere. There was no spot for me. I felt like the table was always full, right? And there was no seat for me yeah. there. And when I met her and we, she was literally like, I accept you completely and wholly the way that you are, I realized that it wasn't everyone else around me who had been not accepting me. It was that I hadn't been accepting myself. So it took someone else looking at me and saying, I accept you to make me realize, holy shit, I haven't been accepting myself for the way that I am. I kept thinking I need the perfect headshot. I need the, the, I need to dye my hair. I need to wear perfect makeup. I need to have nails on all the time. Like, all of these little things that I saw successful coaches doing in, in the industry that I was following, the specific niche that I was following, I saw a lot of that. And I thought that that's how this worked. Like I thought, if you're pretty, you get clients. If you're skinny, you get clients. If you are loud enough, you get clients. And so I thought it's that I'm quiet. It's that I'm, I'm not really shy, but I don't talk loudly. I don't, present myself in a way that when I walk into a room, you notice, like I'm not the boisterous person that a lot of people are. And I saw all of the women that I was following were all these like incredibly magnetizing people whose personalities were just completely different from mine. Like they were the opposite of what I was. And so I thought I have to adjust my personality 
to reflect theirs. And that's when I experienced extreme burnout and misery in my business. I was unhappy. I was, I was constantly down on my body and I was going to the gym every day and I was like, just miserable, just absolutely miserable. Once you start to really accept those pieces of who you are and acknowledge that who you are is perfect the way that you are, then everything else kind of follows after that. Would you agree? I totally agree. And I can absolutely relate to that story because that's exactly what I went through. And it really was discovering that, you know, I can be accepted in business for who I am. I can be totally different than anybody else in this space. And actually that's my superpower. I think that our differences mm-hmm. are actually our superpowers. And often we're trying to find ways that we're the same, you know, the way that we're alike with other people. But our differences are what make us stand out, which make what makes us unique. And I think that that is really something that we need to be highlighting more often. And that's why I really fell in love with human design is because it is the study of differentiation. It's the study of how Mm -hmm. we're all unique. And so uh, that's a huge part of my business now is helping women connect with the truth of who they are through the use of human design and being able to connect with their unique superpowers and how they can actually leverage that to make an impact and income in their in their business. I would be interested to hear what your human design is if you're comfortable sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a sacral 62 generator. Are you from are you are you pretty yeah. familiar with human design? I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm learning more about it, but I'm a projector. That's oh, amazing. Pretty much, pretty much exactly all that I know. Yeah, do you know what your inner authority is? I have it on my chart, but I have not memorized it yet. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it's because projectors are so, there's so many different types of projectors. So basically in human design, there's five different energetic types. There are manifestors, manifesting generators, generators, projectors, and reflectors. And each of us are here to play a unique role. But The problem is that we all are trying to be like everybody else. You know, Mm -hmm. we're, a lot of us are trying to be like manifestors who are really here to initiate things and get things started. You know, a lot of us are feeling like we have to be the ones initiating things and, and always getting the new idea out there and always starting things. But manifestors are only actually 9% of the population. And, you know, you, Allie, as a projector, you're really here to be somebody who supervises, who oversees things, who guides the process. Mm -hmm. And as a projector, you don't have your sacral center defined. Manifestors and projectors and reflectors don't have their sacral center defined. And your sacral center is the center for work life force energy. So what that means is you don't have consistent access to that energy. So you are more prone to burnout. Mm -hmm. So working a typical nine to five job isn't really what you're here to do. And so I think when you can find that understanding of what your unique role is, how to manage your energy and how to leverage that, 
it can be so freeing because it stops this comparison of feeling like we have to be like everybody else. Yes. Hey, listener, I know that mid-roll interruptions can be frustrating, but I just wanted to say thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me, and I would love it if you would just screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me at The Educated Boss, and be sure to visit our website at TheEducatedBoss.com. That's all. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Let's get back to it. Oh, 100%. Another thing that I remember from my reading was that because I'm so, did you say it's undefined, your sacral center? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm so undefined, my, I can see every aspect of like, let's say of an opinion or like a hot topic in today's society. And instead of taking a side, I never really take a side. I can just see both. And I'm okay with that. And instead of being perceived a lot of the time as just being an open person and just being a, you know, a fluid person, I'm seen as being flaky because my, you know, I can see both sides. So people say, what's your opinion on this? And I'll say, well, you know, I, I just, I feel like there are so many different aspects to it that you really can't just have one side or one opinion about it. Um, and so many times it's gotten me into a place where people just consider me to be someone who can't make up their mind. And so coming to terms with that during my reading, I, I definitely started crying at that point because I was like, this is so true. And so many people have it wrong. And I have yeah. felt so misunderstood for so long. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm assuming you probably have your head and your mind center open because that's the area your head is responsible for inspiration for thoughts ideas and then those are being pushed down and filtered through the mind or the ajna center which is our mental awareness center and that's where we form opinions form you know get the certainty and with having those open you're not here to really be certain about things you are here to be more open-minded to see many different sides of an issue Mm -hmm. but it's just so unfortunate that so many of us have been conditioned, you know, our open centers are the areas where we can be more prone to the conditioning of others and feel like we have to then show up like people who have those centers defined. So I have like my head and my mind defined. So, you know, being around me, like you might feel that pressure of like, oh my gosh, I have to form an opinion. I have to, Mm -hmm. you know, be like that. But it's like understanding that that's not your role here to play can be so freeing. And like you said, it's just like that acceptance of, okay, that's just not what I'm designed to do. And that's okay. Everyone here has a unique role to play and everything is nothing. The thing that I love about human design is nothing is good or bad. Everything is neutral. It just is. It is what it is. And it doesn't make it bad that you have those centers open and I have them defined. Like none, it's not a strength or a weakness. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is what it is and it all serves its unique purpose. I love that. And I resonate so much with my chart because again, there were so many pieces of me that I felt were just kind of floating around in space and didn't belong to me or didn't belong to any, any one particular part of who I was. And then when I got this chart, everything kind of came together, mind, body, soul, which reminds me 
of how you structure working with people and helping them create lasting impact. So you you work with them through three pillars, right? Mind, body, and soul? Yes, absolutely. So that's really the foundation of my business is helping, helping women to reconnect with the truth of who they are through those three pillars of mind, body, and soul. Because what I learned through the process of focusing only on strategy when I was trying to be like all of the other business coaches. I mm. mean, you know, I had so many strategies that were so helpful for my clients, but I realized that if you don't do the inner work first, you know, if you don't build a solid foundation for your business that's based on self-exploration, self-discovery, you know, mm -hmm. really connecting with how you want to show up, how you want to help people, what's my unique purpose here? And we just skip all of those steps and go right to, okay, what's the next five-step strategy, five-step system that's going to make my business an overnight success. It's mm -hmm. like building your business on a house of sand, you know? And so when things come around like a global pandemic <laughs> and the strategies in your business change, you know, you're going to feel like your business has been wiped out. You're like, oh my gosh, where do I, where do I stand now? But if you do that, that inner work first, if you can really connect with that and do the mindset work, heal those old stories, you know, work through the limiting beliefs, the fear, the imposter syndrome that comes up, mm -hmm. it allows you to flow with the ever-changing tides of strategy and you know, things that are happening that are outside of our control. You're able to really be anchored and grounded in your purpose. And so that's why I help women work through mind, body, and soul. And the mind is really that mindset piece, like being able to embody a CEO mindset, a strong mindset that will allow you to face your fears. Because I don't think that it's like, oh, we have to overcome our fears. I see that terminology a lot, like overcome your fears. But I don't know about you, Allie, but like I still face fears all of the time. Oh, yeah. It's a daily journey. Right? Like it's not like the fears go away. It's no. just about being able to transform your relationship with the fear and mm -hmm. not allow it to be this like big, scary thing that you're like, oh my God, my life's going to be over if I move forward. It's like, yes. I see the fear and I'm like, hey, friend, nice to see you again. Okay, we're still <laughs> going to do it. Like, it's letting me know I'm on the right path. Okay, we're, going, we're moving ahead. Because yes. I know that fear is there to keep me in my comfort zone. But living our greatness means stepping outside of our comfort zone. It means doing things that nobody has done before. Because you are here for a unique role and purpose. You are here to do something nobody has done before. And exactly. even if you're like, but I'm a business coach. How has nobody done it before? Nobody has done it before like you. So mm -hmm. it's so important that we step outside of our comfort zone, that we transform our relationship with fear. So that's like the mindset piece. The body piece is really that self-acceptance piece, that acceptance of who you are, the embodying, the embodiment of your true self, I think is just so crucial because again, if you're not, if you're not accepting of a part of who you are, you're going to be putting your energy towards trying to change that. 
And that energy could actually be used towards creating your business, towards creating impact, towards creating the life you really desire. So I help women connect with that, really accept themselves unconditionally on all levels, which is a continual practice. It's something that I'm continually practicing as well. And then finally, the last piece is the soul. And that's where I tie in spirituality and human design and helping them connect with the truth of who they are to really anchor into those spiritual practices, to those practices that help them stay grounded in that and connected with that. That is so holistic. Like the method that you approach that with is incredible because so many coaches that I know um, address one aspect and that's fine if that, you know, if that's their zone of genius is this one thing. And so a lot of, I think this is where a lot of newer freelancers and entrepreneurs come into this space and they think they only need one person to work with. Um, and so they end up working with say a strategist and that strategist can help them create a strategy that works, but ultimately maybe they need to work on themselves. Maybe they need to know where they're at emotionally, spiritually, you know, mind, body, soul, put all of it together and make it work that way instead of coming at it like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm good. Let me just do strategy and that's it. And then they wonder, you know, six months into it, why they are feeling like they're working against the the current with their business. Oh my God. It's so true. It's right? just so <laughs> yeah, it's just so true because, you know, otherwise you go down the path that you and I were describing of like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what's the next thing that I can do? How, what do I, what do I need to change about myself? What do I need to change about my business? What, what's the thing outside of me that's going to make this thing a success? And when we're always searching for that, it's sending out this message to the universe that we're lacking, that exactly. we don't have enough. And so we're going to bring more of that into our lives. Instead, mm-hmm. But what if we could come into it as I make money being myself. Yes. I don't have to change anything about who I am. And just being me is absolutely enough. That's right. And I can create a business from that place. And I can make money from that place. It's just a totally different energy that you put out of I'm already enough. And my ability to generate money comes from that place. Yes. I really love the book um, called Rework. And it's by Jason Fried or Freed and um, David Hansen. And they created Basecamp, which is a software for project management and other things. And they essentially break it down to what is the bare minimum that you can possibly do and still profit. And to me, I look at myself and I, and I think, okay, what is, who am I at the very foundation of everything? Like at my core, what am I and who I am I and what do I stand for? What are my values? And then how can I create a business based off of that? So if I need to, teach other women how to speak up or how to embody who they truly are, I can do that. If I want to create a business that is, you know, design-based and it's only design-based, I can do that too. But what is, who am I? 
and what message am I trying to push out into the world? And that is the foundation of my business. I feel like so many people look at their, they only are looking at their skills and they're like, okay, well, I'm good at photography. So I'm going to start a photography business. But ultimately, maybe their heart is desiring to help women feel empowered in their bodies, right? So maybe they became a photographer and they just kind of started photographing everybody. And they're like, this is great and everything, but I really just don't feel like I'm making a difference. So once you can really hone in on what you believe in and what your ultimate purpose is in this life, you can start creating that business that really starts to fulfill you. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes your purpose may not be starting a business. And I think that's okay too. I think that, you know, your purpose doesn't necessarily have to be tied to something that makes money. But I think that it is important that we all discover what it is that fulfills us, that brings us joy. And we should be doing things to cultivate that in our lives every single Mm -hmm. day. Like it's just so important. And yeah, I think getting ourselves to break free of these boxes that we've been placed inside, like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what your life should look like. This is what you're good at. So yeah, this is what will make money. Like, I think we need to totally like break down that old paradigm and totally shift into I get to do what makes me happy. Like that, I think that that, that old story that we, you know, from past generations of you just have to work harder and you don't necessarily have to love the work that you do. It's just about making money and being able to pay the bills. Like your purpose is so much more than just your ability to pay your bills. Exactly. I remember being told by a family member at one point in my life your happiness is not my concern. The fact that you have your bills paid and you're not in debt and you can put food on the table, that is my concern. And I think I took that mindset into my business. Like, it doesn't matter if I enjoy it or not. I'm still going to do it because it makes money. And to me, money was the focus because that's how I was raised. Money was the focus of everything. It's what made your, your wheels turn. Yeah. I was, it was how you survived, you know, and it, and it wasn't about being happy or enjoying it. And in fact, if you were happy and enjoying it, it was kind of like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally relate to that. That was like my story as well. And my parents even told me I wanted to start a new a business when I was 28. I wanted to leave my career as a behavior analyst. And my dad told me, he's like, well, it's a job you don't necessarily have to love the work that you do. Mm -hmm. You just need to have a job. Exactly. And And it's such a foundational. Yeah. And and, and it was like, he's like, you're already almost 30. Like now's not the time to start over. And Uh, I'm like, I was 28. I'm like, so I went again, like another, you know, I didn't start my business until 32. So I went another four years being totally unhappy. And I think we, yeah, we just have to like ditch those old ways of thinking and, Because what it does is it creates it. We start making decisions that are not in alignment for us, you know, like that's where I think a lot of the struggle comes from. And I used to believe that I had to have struggle in my life 
in order to change, in order to transform, mm -hmm. because that's what my story was for so long was like, I go through this really hard experience and then, you know, I have a transformation. And so I, I was even bringing that into my current situation with my business of like, it has to be a struggle. It has to be hard. Yeah. And then I'll break through. And I'm totally rewriting that belief of, I don't have to struggle to transform. Things don't have to be hard. Life gets to be easy. Making money gets to be fun. You know, mm -hmm. like just totally changing those stories. So like I invite the listeners to look at some of those stories that you have in your own life. Some of those limiting beliefs that you place on yourself that are really limiting what you believe is possible for your life. Because when yes. you can start to shift those stories, when you can start to choose more empowering beliefs, I promise you, you will start to see your life transform. And a lot of my audience is in that place where they've been in a business for X amount of time, maybe, you know, a year or two years, and they have seen some success, but it hasn't fueled them because obviously not everyone is driven by money or, um, not everyone is driven by numbers. So they're feeling very unfulfilled and they know that they're right on the brink of discovering what it is that is going to fulfill them and also profit them and just grow their business and scale it and all of that. But they're, they, it's like they're looking out a window that's actually a door, but they don't really know how to open it. So what advice would you give to somebody who was in that situation? Yeah, I think that's, such a great question. And I think really it starts with turning inward, you mm. know, and doing that inner work, that self-discovery work to figure out what it is that will fulfill you, you know, yeah. how you want to make an impact, how you want that to be expressed. Because I think if we're finding ourselves in a place where, you know, that's how it was in the beginning of my business. I had seen some success, you know, in my in my business as a business coach, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled because I wasn't showing up the way that I wanted to, the way that really felt in alignment for me. I wasn't creating the impact that was in alignment with my values, my goals. And so when I got in alignment with that, when I was able to really do that reflective work of turning inside and being like, okay, how is this not lining up with what I want to create, who mm -hmm. do I need to be, what are the beliefs that I need to let go of, then I was able to then take action. I think a lot of times we're focusing on the action first, but yeah. it's not about what you do. It's about who you are being while you're in the doing. So if we're not, again, if we're not in alignment with who we are here to be, if we're not showing up as our best self, we're going to be making decisions that aren't right for us, that put us down a path that isn't leading to happiness and fulfillment. But if we can get back on course, and I think that's the beauty of life is that we can get back on course. It's not that, you know, oh my God, everything is ruined. Like you can get back on course. You're never too far off. Exactly. Exactly. You're never too far off. 
And if you're finding, you know, that your life is really full of a lot of resistance and like things are really hard for you, I'm, I can almost guarantee that you are not in alignment with your true self, with your true calling. There is, some, there is something that is out of alignment. And when you can get in touch with what that is and how to get back on course, I promise you things will start to flow. I believe that life is made to be easy. It's mm -hmm. meant to be full of abundance. Like life is abundant. And when we, we can just connect with the truth of who we are, we are able to access that so much more freely. That is just exactly what my audience needs to hear. I truly believe that the only pieces that they are really actually missing because they know the strategy, they have the skills, it is truly the inner work that, that they're missing. And I'm so grateful to you for being on this podcast because I think that they're going to listen to it and think, oh my gosh, and, and hopefully have lots of light bulb moments because I personally did in this interview. So thank you so much for that. And if my readers, audience, followers, listeners <laughs> want to find you, where can they go? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to my website, which is randylee.net. It has links to my social media, to my podcast, which is called The Uplifting Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram. That's my favorite place to hang out. My Instagram handle is I am Randy Lee. I would love to connect with you there. And I would also love to share with your listeners a free human design reading, a mini human design reading. So if you're feeling out of alignment right now, like if this spoke to you and you're like, wow, I don't, I know that I know the answers. I know I know have I have the strategy, but something's out of alignment. I'm not finding fulfillment in my life. I don't feel like I'm showing up in the best way possible. I don't know how to manage my energy. I'm feeling burnt out, overwhelmed. I don't know how to show up as my true self. I would love to hop on a free 20 minute human design call where I can break down what your unique human design is and how you can use that to get back in alignment and to access your unique superpowers so that you can create the impact and income that you really deserve. I appreciate that so much, Randy. Thank you. I know that the listeners are going to jump on that. Awesome. Thank you so much for letting me be here, Allie. It's been such a pleasure talking with you. No, thank you. It was an honor to have you. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. You're welcome.